tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, heathens. Welcome into another episode of Salem. I can't talk. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're reviewing The Wine Dark Sea today. I am Bobby DeMiro. That is Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Bobby DeMiro. Her on Twitter at Serafini TV. Dude, I know your Twitter handle. Yes, yes, you You do. You tweet it all the time. (laughs) Hey, speaking of Twitter, this is fun. We are live streaming the show on YouTube right now. Mm -hmm. Like it's, you know, 11... What time is it? It's 11.24... Pacific time on Sunday night. We are live streaming on YouTube. If you are watching, you can comment. Marissa has a laptop. She is looking at your comments. You can also tweet us. She's she's on Twitter. You can see that. At yes. Serafini TV, at Bobby DeMiro. If you've got questions, if you've got comments, we would love to hear from you live. If we don't hear from you live, if you catch this after the fact, you can still comment. We look at these things literally all week. Um, and remember, as you're commenting, let's give them this again. Sammy Hanratty is yes. going to be here next Sunday night. We're going to make her stay up late. Mm-hmm. She's going to be here at 11 next Sunday night. Well, we have a lot to say to her. Yeah, we do. She plays Dolly, of course. Dolly had a role in this episode tonight that they we are going to talk about. Uh, but if you have any questions for Sammy, the actress who plays Dolly, about her role, about Dolly, or more generally about Salem, she's been on the show for two years now, you can ask her. You can comment in YouTube, in the YouTube comment box. Give us your questions. People have been doing it. I got them all written down. We're going to ask him, ask her those questions. Thank you very much. Yes. And uh, we want to keep hearing more from you guys. So do that. Tweet us those, whatever you got to do. Okay, Marissa, let's get into okay, it. Bobby. The Wine Dark Sea. Uh, where do we begin? What about Von Marburg versus Mary? I, I liked this interaction because this is the first time they're physically in front of each other. And because we know Countess knew of Mary Betts and Mary knew, they knew of each other, but physically now together. And I liked how, you know, just even the blocking, how they squared up. It's like, I don't know who to root for. I, when the scene started, and I said this to you, I was like, Mary is so in over her head. Mm-hmm. When the scene ended, I said, wait a second, Von Marburg has way underestimated Mary. I don't think Mary will win. We don't really know who, who's going to win and what they're going to win yet. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Von Marburg's powerful, and I think she comes with maybe more power than Mary and a longer line of power, that Essex Witches comment she kept making to Mary. Uh, but Mary is not as helpless as she's been led to believe. George is the wild card. We'll talk about him in a second. But Mary walked into that room, the clear underdog, and walked out – an reigning, equal fighter. The reigning at, Yeah, at least an equal fighter, maybe better. Maybe for for verbal accusations. Yeah. yeah, she won the verbal fight. She won the battle. The war has not been decided. Yes, the first battle has been fought. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's interesting because we also see just physically when those two are communicating, we also see Countess. She is in two places at once, very active in both places. She has stronger abilities and more control over her witchcraft and she has experience age 
and you know just experienced and she knows her craft better than mary does and that's where i saw i was like contos has the upper hand in mary and like granted janet montgomery's great and i i feel like her character and just her as a as an actress she's gorgeous but she has so soft features physically i don't see her as a threatening person we only know she's threatening because what she her character is capable of but physically i don't i didn't see her as like oh i'm i'm after you and it's going down i this is unrelated to this but i just have to get it out there because i don't think it's a a personal person i think it's a public person janet montgomery reminds me so much of somebody and I can't figure out who. And I don't think it's – what I mean is it's not like a friend of mine. It's somebody we all know. It's somebody in public or another actress or like, uh, I don't know, an athlete. She reminds me of somebody so much and I cannot – watching this tonight, the scene when she was in bed and John, her son John, woke her up and she was like there with the covers like, what did you hear? What did you yeah. see? That whole scene, I didn't pay attention because I was like, I've seen you before <laughs> in another person. I, I'm sorry. That's unrelated. I apologize for going off script. But – Something's going on. Anyways, yes. back to Von Marburg and Mary. Um, I just wanted to get that out there if you guys you know, think of anybody. Um, Von Marburg is – I'm having trouble taking her seriously because she's so decadent. She's so lavish. The things she wears, the way her ship is set up, the way her, you know, furniture and, and interior design and this Sebastian who's like, you know, basking at her. Just everything yeah. about it is so elaborate. And when I see stuff like that, because I do the Kardashian show, I'm a bit of an expert on superficiality. Why do you always have to bring up Kardashian? Because this is going somewhere. Show. This is going somewhere. Well, go there fast. <laughs> Goodness. Because when you have such superficial, elaborate, lavish things, you're covering something. Mm-hmm. You're covering They're because fake. you are insecure or you're fake or your 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 self-confidence is low or you're worried about being defeated or a combination of all those. Insecurity. And and Von Marburg is so elaborate. It it almost makes the show a little ridiculous in not necessarily a good way, and I'm having a hard time taking her seriously. Okay. I hate to say that. See, I didn't see it as that. I, I saw it as more, this is her authority. She's worked her way up the, the witch line. She has that experience. People bow down to her. And, she, I, and I saw it just like, she's gotten to the point where no one's going to confront her, go up against her, and now Mary is. And yeah. so she, she's a little wrecked. But I think that's also just, she lived in a different time than Mary does. Maybe that's how her culture was and how her... Her coven was back then. I mean, that could be, and that's true. But like, also because these witches are not of the world, and they're living in a world that is not human and finite, possession shouldn't matter. You know, they shouldn't really care. What's the difference? They want the grand right to come. They want you know to to, to release the apocalypse effectively. What's the difference with what you're wearing and stuff? So her elaborateness to me is just like. It's it's totally misguided. It seems like it's a lot of wasted energy. It seems like it's a lot of wasted bluster. When if you really wanted to control Mary, you would actually do that or fight Mary or do whatever without needing to put on such a show. Maybe she feels like she needs it to rule in town. Like we see her coming into town in the coming attractions for next week. Yeah. So maybe she feels like she needs to put this on to be respected by the humans to get that point. I think but, it's a front. But at a certain level, you're like, why are you doing all this stuff? You know, it just, it seems so overdone to me because Mary's a wealthy woman of the, of the natural world, but she's not way overdone. 
No. But also, that's a way I think she's protecting herself because if you go over the top, people are automatically going to point you out and question you. Von Marburg. Very, very calculated on Mary's part. So there's a reason why she's somewhat more subdued. But I think, Countess, I think that's just her way of showing this is my power, this is my authority. I guess. We're going to see a lot more of her. I just. You know, I, I I wasn't feeling her at all. Not at all. I mean, I like the character. I liked the, the battle with Mary. But there was something about it that just took me out of it because she looked so weird. <laughs> she, look, she looked so over the top. It's like if you had asked like – Yeah, if you had asked like a nine-year-old to be like, what do you think a queen lives like? Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what you would come up with. That's the set. <laughs> it was like, okay, I get it. She's a countess, so you want right. to drive that home. But it was a little too much. I don't know. Okay. That's yeah, just me. Fair enough. Um, but about this Marion von Marburg thing, uh, we've now seen Sebastian, von Marburg's, you know – Son. Is it his son? Her son? I'm pretty sure his son. I thought she was just like, you know, an executive assistant. Well, because, you know, we we had the whole topic of son kissing the mother. Yeah. And we saw a lot of that tonight. Yeah. The the, the male son witch kissing the mother. And now we know a reason why he's doing it. Yeah. We thought it was just part of their culture, the way that witches and greet each other i don't know but there is a reason behind these kisses is to taste and learn more about their enemies you pass it that's the way they pass the information on sebastian seems a lot like in a way maybe like a cotton mather you know or an isaac kind of a useful idiot he's (laughs) he's von marburg's useful idiot you know and we'll learn more about him i'm sure but he was not giving off a good vibe tonight no, and and I think I from the first few episodes of this season, I thought nothing of him. I yeah. thought he was just like just a pawn, another pawn, just another player that's off to the wayside that really doesn't have a lot of character growth to him, and like not a story. He doesn't move the story forward. And but tonight, I was like, okay, he could he could be another potential threat in all this, or a wild card. Maybe not a threat in of himself, a but a wild card. card that can mess something yeah. up. Absolutely. But like, at first, he was a person I would easily overlook, but now I'm looking again. Um, I, I okay, that's fair. Um, we don't agree on anything so far. Um, <laughs> we, one thing we do agree on, or I hope we agree on this. Let me just say it: it's bullshit if George is not dead. George has water yes. coming out of his body. He's been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Mary and Titabo were talking. They That's were walking a long through. That's a long time. The fr- dude, I know the coming attractions had George. They were resuscitating him, and it was he's dead. It would be more interesting if he's dead because Mary's power ceases to exist. Just kill him now. I don't want him to like be resuscitated and go through this thing again and have Mary be, you know, be his ma- mouthpiece and then have the frog in there and then have her convincing George every three episodes, like, hey, you got to help me. Yeah. Kill him. I can't, I I completely agree on this part Thank with you. you, Bobby. It is time for George to die because even after tonight's episode, we finally see George, he's walking, he's talking. He is somewhat under the command of Mary, but this is him saying all these things just for Mary and survival. And then we literally see the next scene with them two together. She puts the frog back in. I was like, okay, so we're back to square one. How many more times can you do this before it gets old? It's already yeah. old. Yeah. And so I'm if if Countess Ma, Ma and we see Countess literally drown him in that way, 
this has to be for good because Mary can't keep torturing him. It's done. It's over. One of two things can happen. George dies or George calls her out and screws everything up in the city. Either way. I mean, I George, think that's too easy. But either way, those are the only two things that can happen. Because everything else is just kicking the can down the road. It's been kicked enough. Exactly. Kill him or make him come out and tell everybody what's going on with Mary. Either one of those would be fascinating. Don't keep kicking the can. If he's dead, he's dead. And let's see the fallout with Mary when Hawthorne gets news that George Sibley is not alive anymore. Mm -hmm. That's something I want to see. And also, if George dies, that just propels everybody forward. Not just Hawthorne, but Countess and Mary. Their rivalry will literally, the war between them will officially start. Oh, for sure. 100%. So I think George not dying, it's like we've done nothing. But if he does die... Everything. Everybody can finally move forward. A hundred percent. I would love to see him dead. And I thought it interesting that Countess von Marburg was like, oh, I left a – whatever she said. Like, I left a gift for yeah. you at your yeah. home. Whether she – maybe she misinterpreted and thought killing George was a gift or maybe she knew exactly what she was doing mm-hmm. and was being facetious about the gift. But either way, that was an interesting thing to say to Mary because Mary – you could see the look on her face when George had all that stuff coming out and the frog yeah. came out. Mary, the look on Mary's face was like – I'm done. Yeah. If, she, if, if there's a I'm, line there, she's saying, my power's done. Yeah. I literally wrote in my notes, there goes all of her power slash leverage. Yeah. And because we saw it tonight, it's like you, the reason why Mary was with George was just so she can have power over the, the town. So I was like, yes, have George die. And also, did I not call it? <laughs> when Countess, we see Countess moving in both parts, I was like, Countess could go after George. Because yep. literally... Mary on the bed can't do anything about it. Yeah, that's how powerful Countess is. So, and it looks like, like it looks like she did. She did. Yeah, <laughs> like, she, she did. Can go after George, and she did. I really hope George is dead. I mean, George. Hey, man, I don't wish death. Well, but yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's it's only for storytelling. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, okay. Uh, last. Well, no, I guess we got it. George and Sebastian. I thought we had one more von Marburg and Mary, but I think that's it for the two of them right now. Are you watching yourself on the live stream? Um, yeah, I'm watching <laughs> you as well. Um, I'm, I'm reading your comments. Thank you all for commenting on YouTube. Um, okay, so let's move on. And this is an interesting one to Anne Hale. Anne and mm. Hawthorne. Uh, okay, Hawthorne is a creep, man. Yeah, I mean, but he's not as big as a creep as the other antagonist in season one. I mean, which one? Increase? Increase. Oh yeah, increase. for sure. Absolutely. For sure. But but like it just seemed so I hate to use this word but like it seemed kind of like rapey without him doing it when he came over mm-hmm. Anne was already covered up cuz she wasn't wearing clothes and he was like, "Hey, you have to marry me." And if you don't, bad things will happen. So marry me. Well, that was a threat, but it was a, even that didn't really pack as much punch as Increase could have. Oh, for, no, absolutely not. Yeah, Increase Increase is on another level. But I saw but, it more as an empty threat. I'm like, okay, yeah, what are you going to do to her? I, have I, power, yeah. I was really like, creeped about it. Maybe because I just like Anne's character a lot. And Anne looks so innocent she's and so young meek. And, and meek. And yeah, she's just like, you know, Brown Jenkins, God rest his soul. Um, but <laughs> We'll talk about him. She looks so innocent and young. And then for him to come over, and he looked her up and down at the end when he left. Did you notice that? He gave her the look in the eye and then like looked all down her body. And you're just like, ugh. Creeper. Ugh. And with his little facial hair. I mean, nothing's an accident. <laughs> they have him doing that facial hair for a reason because mm. it looks creepy. You know, he's supposed to be a little creepy and give you the heebie-jeebies in different ways. 
Today's and, is bad. Yeah, and also mentioning to Anne's like you're you are a woman all alone with no one to watch over you. Yeah, meaning you know. So I'm going to take advantage of that. Exactly. Am I going to come back later? And Anne says mm-hmm. it. She was like, yeah, you know, I've been thinking about being a woman all alone, and I realize I need to watch out for the wolf in sheep's clothing. And do you know what he said? He was like. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And then yep. moved right along. <laughs> so, that's him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you're right. So anyways, um, it's not me, though. Yeah, he's sure he's a creeper. So Anne now is going to – well, will this spell with cotton work? Did – said differently, did Brown Jenkins die in vain? <laughs> I, I think the spell will work because this is like really the first spell Anne has casted herself. Yeah. So – and I think, again, just propels her character forward like – she is really starting to become a witch, get into the witchcraft, honing her skills. And so, yes, I think it will. And did I not say, last after show, a mouse only has a lifespan of one to two years. This mouse only had a lifespan of one week. Well, yeah, but she killed him. It wasn't like it was natural causes. She squeezed the life but out of him. mice die so fast. And again, a mouse... Not threatening. If it was a rat, okay, maybe. But it's like a mouse you knew it was going to eventually die. Yeah. N- despite if it was natural causes or by killing and squeezing the I'm life with you, but it. it's no less painful because this was her only creature. It was the only thing she loved. Her parents were gone. She's all alone, you know, running up the, the electricity bill, the candles. <laughs> she's buying a lot of candles, sitting up late at night. Um, but it's she's candles, man. They don't come cheap. They do they, in in that era. They did not come cheap. No. Um, but she's all alone, and she's got Brown Jenkins, and he's gone. Now, bigger question related to this, I think, with how much trouble she had killing Brown Jenkins for the spell, and how much trouble she had when the spell generally when she went to Mary and was like, "What do I do? Mm-hmm. I don't want anything but marrying him. What do I have to do?" I don't believe Anne wants to be a witch. I think Anne. She's wants very to hesitant. Get out. Yeah. Yes. And I don't think Anne really knows that she is a witch for her demon. I think, well, Say it every after but show. Mary, no, no, I know, but Mary kind of like told her today. She's like, you're a witch, which just reestablishes it. Mm-hmm. And we all know it and Anne knows it, but maybe she doesn't want to admit it to herself. But I really think, maybe this is my prediction, I'll touch upon it later, but I don't, I, I think Anne's maybe going to try to find a way out and be like, you know what? This isn't for me. I don't think there is a way out. <laughs> no. You're I stuck. Was, well, but also the thing is, she's so new. It might be, it might not be too late. Like she, she, she could just get in. In, and get out. in season one, didn't Mary have the option to get out at one point? Remember, in like the middle of season one, I don't remember what it was. If somebody knows, if you're, or if you, somebody's watched, you know, the DVDs mm-hmm. recently, um, comment on the YouTube or tweet us or whatever. I thought in the middle of season one, somebody, maybe it was Magistrate Hale came to Mary and was like, if you want to get out, you have to get out now, and here's the process. I could be wrong about get that. Get out of Salem. No, 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 not, be, not, not get, get, out of, of get out of witchcraft. I thought there was something like that, and Mary had an option at one point. Maybe I'm totally crazy, but I thought there was a window there. So mm-hmm. maybe I, Anne has a window. I saw it as maybe the, the, maybe like the first episode, the premiere, is like, do you really want to go through this witchcraft dark abortion or not? No, there was that for right. sure. I say maybe that. Like the, I see that as the only experience and only window and option that Mary can back out of something. Oh, okay. I th- for some reason, I thought it was something down the road later. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah, well, then maybe, maybe then... Let us know. Yeah, then maybe Anne is stuck. And, and it'd be stupid to want to get out anyways. For, I don't know why I'm thinking of that. But either way, I think it's I'm thinking of that because I want Anne to get out. I'm like, Anne, this is like... 
it's like gang violence. Don't don't join. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't drink the Kool Aid. Yeah, just go to college, man. Like, <laughs> there's Get better a boyfriend. <laughs> there's well, cotton. Hey, hit up cotton. There's better things for you. Like, did you see, yeah. Did you see her face light up when Mary says, "Or you can marry cotton." Now mm-hmm. she's like, "What? Mm-hmm. I have that option." Well, because he's normal, right? Like he's not a mean but person. You, you know, and I loved how Mary even points it out. Like whatever feelings you may have, or you may have, <laughs> like just. Just go for it. I think so. And I it's, think I it's, it's a little bit marrying Cotton or casting the spell on Cotton to fall in love. It's like the Sadie Hawkins dance of witchcraft. Like the girl <laughs> asked the guy. Like, oh, and, you know, Mary was kind of insinuating that, I think. Mm-hmm. And and even the other way, if, if, if Anne had played with Hawthorne, like Mary played with George Sibley to get mm-hmm. what she wanted. Sort of like the old Sadie Hawkins, you know, yeah. reverse thing. Pretty progressive witches. I, yeah, I was like, <laughs> especially for Salem. I was like, good on, good on Anne for being that, that um, girl. trendsetter. This thing with Cotton, though, it's interesting to see John, you know, having Cotton at the door. Cotton, the way that Anne was behaving, let's let's get this on the table right now because this is a fact. I hope <laughs> Cotton's totally down. Oh yeah. Uh, he would have said yes had John not been there, mm-hmm. but like it was just unfortunate, really ill-timed that they said he he was so beat up. How many times has it happened for you where somebody important comes to the door to profess their love, and you're being held hostage by a crazy man with a knife? It's like it's what more than five, you know. ten times? Yeah, yeah it's all know. the time. More than I'd like to admit. <laughs> <laughs> Bad timing for Cotton. Yeah. But it's going to work out, I think. I think Eventually. this bell, yeah, it'll, it'll, or something will happen to move, move well, the ball. Because on. Cotton had to say no, do you think Anne really believed it? That's a good question. Well, I think that that kiss told Anne what she needed to know. And mm-hmm. when Cotton said no, maybe she prescribed it to a whatever variety of different things but i don't think she's any less into it obviously or she wouldn't have done the spell yeah. she would have just resigned herself to the fact to be like okay i'm gonna go with hawthorne and i have to kill my mouse and remember we, we've seen in the coming attractions that cotton punches out hawthorne after he says to the conquest of Anne hale yeah. so cotton's defending his girl on whatever level that is right now i think cotton's just gonna sweep Anne off of her feet I hope. You watch. I hope. Mm -hmm. That is the one acceptable Cotton team over John and Cotton for me is Cotton and Anne. I'm cool with that. I I like that relationship. Yeah, I'm good with that one. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's a good relationship. Produce cute kids, maybe like ginger kids. You know, Cotton's (laughs) Cotton's not like ginger, but he's got that kind of like pale look going on Mm -hmm. because he doesn't go outside very much. They have to at least one redheaded. Oh yeah, for sure, totally, totally. Maybe there'll be demon spawn, demon spawn who love Jesus because Cotton's got the minister thing and Uh, Anne's doing whatever the hell Anne's doing. Anne comes from a very powerful bloodline. Mm -hmm. Their kids are going to be witches. And Cotton comes from a very powerful bloodline. Think about think about the Mathers. The Mathers. Are a very powerful bloodline. So, just in human form. You're, I mean, listen, yeah. you're talking about a family that's going to get into the country club here in a year. Yeah, or two. talk about a pedigree. <laughs> Good lord, these people are betting on horse races and stuff <laughs> no. every Sunday. Um, <laughs> okay, let's move on before we get stupid. <laughs> We're already there. Yeah, no, um, too late. Not a ton on John Alden today, but with talking about Cotton and Ann, we did see him. He we moved the but ball. Like I said. He's going to strap down Cotton just so he can't say anything. That was it. And we moved the ball You're a alive? little bit. Yep, I'm alive. We moved the ball a little bit on his story, but nothing kooky. Nothing too major. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, 
He really wasn't a factor tonight. No, he wasn't. But he will be. We just know that now he's gone. He's left Cotton. Cotton's free to do whatever. I think Cotton's going to keep quiet about John. There's nothing for Cotton. There's no reason for Cotton to go tattling on John, saying, hey, he's alive. But does John know that Anne is a witch? Because we saw Anne's burying her mouse. And he's he's lurking over be, behind Anne's back, so John is tracking her. What will that do to that relationship? That's a good question. Did we... Let me ask you this. Did we know that John knew it was Anne? Mm, Could John have thought it was somebody else? Maybe. But it's also... Anne was at the door... And John and Anne have crossed paths back in yeah. season one. It's like John knows who Anne is. For sure. So I think when John went back and Anne's burying her mouse, it's like he he fully well knew who he was following. Yeah. So that whole cotton Anne relationship and now John going after Anne, tracking her down, what will that do with John and Cotton ca- cause conflict? Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. I guess we'll see. Um yeah, but not a ton on John right now. Just kind of a moving the ball along with him. I'm alive. Yeah. You or, or, or Or who says I'm alive, but I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Whether yeah, he's alive right. or not, he's here. But yeah, he's but back. now the the Cotton is the only person John can confide in in Salem. Not only that, but now this this speeds up John's situation because John is back in Salem and now people start to know. And so mm-hmm. even if Cotton's not going to say anything, and I think Cotton will definitely keep quiet – John is probably like, okay, the the clock is ticking. And also, yeah, talking about ticking clocks, when we saw John looking in the mirror, this the dark magic is already physically affecting him. So yeah. I think that in itself causes a timetable. Oh, he looks like crap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he he has a time limit to take out all these witches before the dark witchcraft goes against him. Yeah. Dark magic. Yeah. Every, it man, takes him out. This is – everybody is just – this isn't – you know what I like about this? Right now, it's getting complicated, but this isn't one versus the other. This isn't just Mary versus Countess Van Marburg. There's Cotton. There's John. There's Anne's offshoot. There's Mercy we're going to hit right now. Um, there's so many different offshoots here that it, it is a little soap opera-y, for lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, it's and it does, drama. It gets ridiculous a little bit. But it's also fun, and, and believe me, it gives us no shortage of prediction. <laughs> Uh, okay, Mercy. Let's talk Mercy, Dolly, and Isaac. Remember, uh, Dolly, Sammy Hanratty, is joining us next week. So if you've got questions or if this segment we're about to do gives you guys questions about Dolly that you want to know, you should comment on YouTube or tweet us at Bobby DeMuro at Serafini TV. Uh, we're going to ask those questions to Sammy Hanratty next Sunday. So mm-hmm. let's talk Sammy or Dolly. Dolly. Uh, God bless Dolly. Good for her. Saving Isaac. Good for her. We're gonna we're Good gonna for Isaac. Sammy Hanratty, you getting a high five next week. Good for you. Yes. Going um, against Mercy. Totally. Now now Sammy, you gotta do something about your wardrobe. You're a badass <laughs> now. You can't look so kept up. You gotta like open like it up know. a little bit. Take out the little hat thing she wears. Like mm-hmm. let your hair down, you know. Yeah. You're, you're badass now. You gotta own like, it. You took out a guy. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. You totally took out a dude. Um, it's time to be yeah, like, it's like you, you took out Reverend Lewis. Yeah. Oh, that was. Totally. I was like, I, what? When you said take out, I thought you meant you like physically removed Isaac. Uh, yeah, dude. She oh, yeah, she knocked too. the crap out of Reverend Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With like a she mallet. Him out. <laughs> With a mallet. Down he went. Yeah. I'm I'm totally I'm on team Dolly for this. Yeah. And it's good because we see all these episodes. You know, Dolly eventually is going to do something against Mercy. And we yeah. saw it tonight. 
finally releasing Isaac and giving Isaac a chance to live again. <laughs> and, and on the other side of this, I'm glad this happened too, and I'm glad Von Marburg is here, because Mercy, God bless her, phenomenal character, really moved season one along in a lot of ways. And she hasn't done anything this season. Not only has she not done anything, all she does is yell. All the time. Yeah. And and as, as scary and creepy as the scene was when she discovered Isaac was gone and she yelled through the house, as creepy as that is because of how she looks and what she sounds mm-hmm. like, half of me is sitting here like, oh, good, Mercy's going to yell again. Right. Well, you even said it's, like, it's not like she can go outside. Yeah, she can't go. She's not going to go gonna anywhere. It's like, again, she's so limited right now. She can't do anything. So thankfully, and we know that she's probably going to hook up with Von Marburg. We've seen the coming attractions. Mm-hmm. Something's coming there. Good, because Mercy's character is another one that it's about time to move on to the next thing. Because I was getting real tired of her bullshit. Um, well, yeah, I keep watching. I'm like, what has Mercy done yet? And she hasn't done anything. Nothing. And she's eaten really little pieces of eyes. She's like, oh, I'll ew. eat his heart tomorrow. Well, too late like, now. But. Cannibalism, ew. But also, it's like, was she eating the boils off of Isaac? That's nasty. And cutting, like, little pieces of skin. I was like, well, whatever sustains you, I guess. But, like, it's, it's time to move this along. Crazy. We've had a lot, of, lot, a lot of scenes of Isaac, you know, whimpering on the table, of Dolly crying her eyes out, of Reverend Lewis being defeated, and of Mercy yelling and talking like this. Of Isaac still being poor Isaac. Yeah, and now, finally, that's over. The next thing's coming. It's about time. But thank you, Dolly, for pushing us along. Um, Now, the question is, what comes next for Miss Mercy? I don't know. But we we actually do have predictions. Yeah, we'll we'll save it for that. Okay. You know what? Let's just jump to them right now. Let's go to predictions. Okay. Prediction time. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Was tonight's show light on content, or are we just missing something huge? Meaning what? I just feels like tonight's show was a little bit light. That's not a bad thing. There are light shows and heavy shows. Right. But I'm looking through this, and I'm like... I felt it was a lot of setup for what's going to happen next Yeah, episode. which is which is like three-quarters of what Salem is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. There was a lot of setup, because we established there's conflict between... Countess and Mary. So that's started. There's now conflict between Mercy and Dolly. That has started. Isaac has a whole new chance at life again. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. So, again, it's just set up. We know what Anne is now after. She started the spell. Set up for what what the outcome of that will be. It's just a lot of setup. Yeah. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, prediction time. What do you think? What do you have? Okay. Well, you had a good one, which I don't want to, like, steal off of. But, again. Do I it because I actually say, don't remember what it was. Okay. I did say Mercy and Countess are going to team up. And mm-hmm. we saw Countess tonight with her face, like, half un- not even there. Like, just ripped apart, whatever. Not fully formed. And we know Dolly is all decrepit and her... Body, or mercy. Think, yeah, sorry, mercy, mercy. Um, physically is not doing too well. Countess is going to help restore her physical image. I'll, I'll, okay. This is a big prediction for us because of next week's show. I'm thinking. So, okay, so let's tell our viewers. When actors and actresses book shows with us, 
a lot of times they book them based on an episode where their character is going to be doing a lot because it makes for great television. We can then talk to the character. Mm -hmm. So Sammy's coming in next week. We don't get a preview of what's happening next week. We're we're as lost as you guys. We're going to watch it next week. Sammy, of course, knows what happens to Dolly. (laughs) She filmed this months ago. I think that Dolly is going to die next week. I think so, too. Because the very last shot of the preview that we saw for next week, we saw blood dripping down from there's always a girl uh, above the body. We see the blood dripping down to maybe Countess. And I think that girl's going to be Dolly. (sighs) Because Mercy's going to catch up with Dolly be like, what did you do? Why did you uh, release Isaac? You have turned against me, so I'm going to turn against you, strap you up, and kill you. Mercy's going to track Dolly down. Yeah. 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 I'm. Mercy's. She's been done wrong. I hope it, I'm it wrong. It was only a matter of time that her last common and uh, common ally is going to turn against her. So who does she have now? Countess. There. That's it. I'm kind of sad. That's it. I hope that doesn't happen. But I. I. That's my prediction. Dolly's going to die. Yeah, I think so too. And and Isaac is not gonna die. I'll go further with that. I think Isaac's gonna <laughs> be with this show <laughs> the whole damn time. He's gonna go through everything. Somehow he's he's gonna be like Kenny in South Park. <laughs> like he's gonna go through everything and be standing at the end. Yeah. Do you I like the South Park reference to Salem? I don't watch South Park. I don't like that show. <sighs> but also, I think uh, Dolly. Saving Isaac's life was that one redeeming last moment Dolly will have. It's yeah, like for sure. She did something good. Or or she'll do something next week. She yeah, might do something maybe, to yeah. Mercy or something on next week's There's, show before being Because killed. we see Dolly just following all these orders, orders of Mercy. I think this this or next week would be the last good thing that she can end on. 100%. You're like, yep. Right, so, I redeemed myself. On that note, as we wrap up, again, we said it. This is our third time. Be listening. I'm just kidding. I'm not mad. Um, speaking about Dolly, Sammy Hanratty will be here next week. So, questions again. We've gotten a lot of them on YouTube from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I've got them all in a Word doc. So, you know, keep asking. Anything you want to know about Dolly's character, we'll see what happens to her next week. Or Salem in general from Sammy. She'll be here on uh, May 10th, a week from today. And we're and also still giving away the press kit next week. There you go. So next week's the giveaway day. Yeah, and Sammy will be here, too. So if you we're haven't... Ever sign it. That would be actually awesome. Boom. Boom. Okay, yes. we'll do that. We'll totally do that because it's easy to do. There you so go. we'll have her sign the press kit. So if you haven't yet, subscribe on iTunes, subscribe on YouTube. Yes, leave your name, comment, and rate the show. Tell us what you love about it. Tell what on you love about Sammy on iTunes. Also, leave your Twitter handle so we can properly tag you and reach you. Gotcha. Okay, so once one more time. Rate and comment on iTunes. Rate us five stars. I mean, if you want to win this thing. <laughs> um, rate and comment. Tell us what you it's love about the show. We'd love to hear your feedback for real. And then leave your Twitter handle in the comments so we can tweet you, you know, whoever the winner might be. We're picking somebody at random. Mm-hmm. And Sammy Hanratty is going to sign that We're thing. Make her that's sign. a good idea. We'll definitely do that. Um, and she'll be here next week. So that's it. I'm at Bobby DeMuro. She is at Serafini TV. You guys should tweet us right now. You can also comment on YouTube all week. We'll be looking at the comments all week as we always do. But that's it this week on Salem, guys. Thank you for watching. We'll see you in seven days. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 